I've got a monstrous carbuncle. Could someone look at this? <laughs> and I've got a telegraphic novel. Hello there, welcome to Date Fight. It's the podcast where we take things that occurred on this day in history and we pitch them against each other. Yes, we are. He's Jake Yap, I'm Nat Tapley, and together we are repeatedly trying the batteries of time in the remote controls of history and finding that none of them changed the channel. Joining us today to judge our efforts is comedian, writer and actor Maddie Anhold. Hello, Maddie, how are you? Hello, I'm fine, thank you. Thanks for having me on and letting me put something in my calendar. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. How's your calendar looking? Yeah, oh, how is your calendar? I mean, this, this, I, do, I actually mark this as an all day just to make myself feel better. <laughs> yeah, anything at all, all is an all day slow. event. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm polishing, I'm cleaning, I'm sorting. Oh, really? I'm, yeah. Do you want to come out? I'll go out. <laughs> sure. Um, I mean, sure. Essentially, this was just a trap. That, yeah. <laughs> that said, I was hugely taken by your uh, new short film, Kelly. Uh, which people should go and see uh, online. It's it's very very funny, um, but also not ne- not necessarily. It doesn't necessarily put you in the best light as a sort of house house. Actually, yeah, you're right. You're right. Don't leave me with any houses. Yeah. And obviously, I don't I don't want to say anything about the plot because people should go and watch it. But it is it really based on a true story? Um, it's an urban it's an urban legend, Jake, and okay. uh, it's the kind of Joe Roberts. Uh, who you know as well, brilliant Joe Roberts, uh, who I, he came to me with the idea and it was dark and disgusting and horrid and I was like, yeah, perfect, I love it, let's make it. <laughs> it is a wonderful watch, it's, 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 it's eight minutes of absolute delight. Uh, I recommend it. I'm going to take us to the 17th of May, 1865. Now, as you probably know, up until the 18th century, if you wanted to make a podcast while under lockdown, you would have to do it by horse. Uh, (laughs) Then we invented semaphore in the 18th century. And then in the 1830s and 40s, telegraphs, which did lots of noises. Um, And Alexander Bain, in 1843, who had been born as a shepherd in Scotland, I don't think he was born as a shepherd, he probably grew up as a shepherd, Um, but he'd moved from Scotland to London to become a clockmaker. In 1843, he invented... What do you think he invented, Jake? Lard. No, it was the fax machine in 1843. How's that? I prefer (laughs) lard. This fax machine worked by having a pendulum, which went over... uh, You had to print whatever it was you wanted to fax on a roller that went underneath the pendulum and the pendulum swung over it and every time it went over a dark bit it sent a telegraph dip, dip, dip there was another pendulum at the other end going over a clean piece of paper with a pen on it every time it got a dip it put the pen down and so you could transfer pictures across the telegraph wires with the first ever fax machine anyway, that's nothing to do with what we're saying today but I just thought it was an interesting piece of information um so by the 1850s, see that in 1843, when you could first fax pictures, by the 1850s, there were submarine telegraph wires between Great Britain and France. There were transatlantic ones from 1858. And the problem was everyone had a different system for doing everything. So your messages would get to the French end and they Perfect. would look at them like they meant nothing. <laughs> um So in 1865, on the 17th of May, there was the International Telegraph Convention, which made a set number of standards so that anyone in any country could telegraph to any other country and it would come out as an understandable series of dots and squiggles. Um, After that they went on to become the International Telegraph Union when the phone was invented and in 1885 they ensured that 80 international phone calls could be made Um, five minutes was the unit of 
was one unit of telephoning, apparently, and 10 minutes was the maximum. Um, they were also used for wireless telegraphy on ships, and they invented the protocols that we've since used for international telephony, which made the internet possible, and the only reason you can get all of your exciting flowers off the internet delivered to your house is because of the International Telegraphic Union, born on the 17th of May, 1865. There we go. That's my most important thing on the 17th of May. Yeah. I mean, sure. <laughs> all of international communication. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, I, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. Um well, on 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 the 17th of, of May 1984. Oh, yes. Yep. I remember. Uh, I'm sure we all remember where we were. Mm. Um, mm. What day of the week was it? Well, you know, you remember, right? It was oh, so yeah, 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 yeah. I remember exactly where I was. Uh, day. Prince Charles. Uh, spoke about the proposed oh. extension to the National Gallery in London, and he mm. called it a monstrous carbuncle on the face of a much-loved and elegant friend. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, uh, this isn't about the extension to the National Gallery, mm. Nat and Maddie, is it? No. It's um. about, constitutionally, mm. what is the role of the royal family, what power do they have, and, and what they, should they be doing? Mm. And also, with mm. a nose like his, you'd avoid the phrase monstrous carbuncle, mm. wouldn't you? Well, certainly. I, I mean, why, why stop there? Uh, so, he's uh, an ardent supporter of homeopathy, which annoys an awful lot of doctors, uh, because homeopathy is nonsense! <laughs> I mean, utter nonsense! Not only that, homeopathy legally trades uh, substances... Uh, which have been derived from endangered species. Oh. Uh, homeopathy is a really, really bad thing. Presumably it doesn't trade much of them, though, because there's none of it in there. I'd like to know how you milk a lion, Ooh. as that's oh. one of the substances that you can buy <laughs> online, <laughs> legally, in this country, from homeopathists. Lion milk. Lion milk. Mm. Yeah. Are Do you, you sure mind? they don't mean what? like the lion yeah. bar? Like the chocolate bar. Mm. Maybe oh, you've got like the milk, milk chocolate lion bar. Because then Maybe it would just it's... be melted chocolate. Yeah, and that would be quite good. Yeah. yeah. That would cure almost anything. Mm. Well, that's fine. Maybe that's they just fine. had to dress up as a lion cub and attempt to suckle. For... I think anyone who's tried to do <laughs> oh, that God. deserves all the lion milk I a, they get. I, I had a guy try and do that to me on the tube once. <laughs> I'm a lion. <laughs> Uh, all right, mate. Uh, so there is that. Uh, there is also, of course, the infamous Black Spider memos uh, with him mm. writing to MPs, trying to influence policy. Uh, but more than anything, perhaps the hardest thing to forgive him for is the old man of Loch Nagar, which mm. uh, I don't know if you ever read it, but it wasn't It wasn't good. It was no. a children's book he wrote in the 80s that we all had to dutifully sit through <laughs> when we were children. <laughs> Mad Maddie won't know about this because no, you're I'm, like what? I wasn't 12? even born. There I was born go. in '87. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, Oz. imagine that. That's wow, fine. I can't imagine that. That's fine. I just did some quick maths, and I'm very depressed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave the last word on this to Spike Milligan, who described him in 1994 at the British Comedy Awards, back when there was <laughs> British comedy, uh, <laughs> as the little grovelling bastard. Yeah. Mm. So, so all, all constitutional power, all regulation and rules and laws in this country. It's versus, gonna, you know, oh, a quick phone call. <laughs> you know, a, it's going to be fact. comedy takes over, you know, isn't it? That's going to be exciting for all of two minutes. I can't wait. Talk to I all cannot. the newspapers that were deeply in love with the idea of a monarchy suddenly fall out of it. Yes. yes.
And while Maddie ponders the differences between all of international telecommunications and one and person all who just constitutional fell out of the law right in vagina, Britain. Um, oh, wow. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to take us to the birthdays and the death days. Happy birthday to Edmund Plantagenet, the Earl of Rutland, son of Richard of York, who you may remember was Richard Bryars in our big Who Was Who in the Wars of the Roses. He uh, lost the Battle of Wakefield and ran away, uh, was chased by Lord Clifford, who caught him. He was 17 at the time and said, Thy father slew mine, and so shall I do thee and all thy kin, and stabbed him right up. Um, <laughs> happy birthday to Bartholomew Roberts, Black Bart, the Welsh pirate and most successful in the golden age of piracy. Um, a merry life but short for me, is what he said. He also came up with the Pirate Code, which was a list of rules for pirates, which uh, we should go into at some other time, because it's interesting. But not now. Yeah. Happy birthday to Lisa Fonsa... Oh, I don't know how to pronounce this. <laughs> Happy birthday to Lisa Fonsa Grivets, the first No, No one's going to be sitting at home going, oh, I can't believe you pronounced it like that. <laughs> no no one knows who you're talking about, Nat. You're quite safe. <laughs> Just say it with conviction. Supermodel um, described herself as a good clothes hanger. Happy death day, or sad death day, to George Boleyn, Anne Boleyn's brother, who got his head chopped off because he was accused of incest with his sister. Um, there was no evidence for it, apart from the fact that Henry VIII didn't want to be married to his sister anymore. Uh, it was quite Tune a... in the day after tomorrow for more on that. Ah, <laughs> yes. Uh, his fall from grace was pretty speedy. On the 23rd of April, he was hanging around expecting to receive the Order of the Garter. Uh, didn't get it. Uh, was a bit miffed. On the 2nd of May, he went to a joust and was the winner of the joust. Uh, and between then, in the next two weeks managed to get his head cut off and get accused of incest that's George Berlin um, happy Just birthday to Dor- sorry that's right. Right. <laughs> happy birthday to in my Dorothy head and Levitt. I to say it sorry carry on <laughs> <laughs> I'm not helping. I'm not helping the process at all, guys. Happy birthday to Dorothy Levitt, the Great Britain's first women racing driver and holder of the world land speed record. She was the fastest girl on earth and she invented the rear view mirror because she carried her makeup mirror with her and advised women to hold it up so they could see what was behind them, thus inventing the rear view mirror. Uh, And destroying pantomime forever. (laughs) (laughs) And she also invented... Oh, no, the other piece of equipment she advised every woman take with her while they were driving was a revolver. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she wrote a book called The Woman and the Car, a chatty little tome for all women who motor or who want to motor. Um, happy death day too to Frank Gorshin. He was the Riddler and he was also in Day of the Saucer Men and Twelve Monkeys. Uh, he was an impressionist. He always looked like he was great fun, uh, although he was sort of of the Phil Cool um, style of impressionism where he would do full body physical impressions, uh, but he always looks like he was having a great time, probably because he was, I guess, an alcoholic. Uh, that's Frank Gorshin. He died today. So that's the birthdays and the death days. Maddie, have you decided which was the most important thing to have happened on the 17th of well, May? <clears throat> now, mm. I, I've really thought about this. And now, if we're going with your dude, Nat, yes. um, telecommunications and all that, um, if we let's just break this down. What mm. we're saying, essentially, I was thinking there about what the first world's first facts looked like, and et cetera, et cetera. And in that case, what then did the world's first pick looked like oh. is he could we say could one say <laughs> that he <laughs> started the ball rolling so to speak <laughs> do you mean international communications can be used for evil as well as good <laughs> don't know that um but I fi- i'm finding this very difficult because uh. i will i will never side with the royal family ever no. especially with charles um <clears throat> who um i know one fact about charles and it's uh, annoyed me enough which is that he is 
one of the pickiest eaters. And I hate picky eaters. Yeah. Um, yeah. He does the thing of insisting on having his eggs boiled for exactly six minutes, seven minutes or something like that. And what? he's got to, ha- yeah, have to tea muffins and s- boiled eggs served to him at precisely 4 p.m. every day and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I was excited. Yeah, do you feel? Do you feel he was taken off the breast too soon? Uh, oh, I do. And I once dated a picky eater and I broke up with them for the fact, the only fact was that they were a picky eater and I hated it. Mm. I cannot mm. date picky eaters so effectively what was, can i can i ask you you know yeah. what what was the ultimate Particular. picky eating thing that that really was the final oh, straw? they could so when they would eat when i would cook uh or we'd eat broccoli they mm. only liked liked the like the tree bit they actually called it the tree which to me was already a problem oh look Amazing. we've got trees right <laughs> <laughs> Has he never actually walked up to one? Is this the classic Ardlo Hanlon far away thing? <laughs> and so used to uh, not just cut off the stalk, but ask to only be served the ends of the tree, if we're going with his uh, analogy, and oh, and so not have any of the of the stalk put in there. And at first no I thought, trunks. oh, that's quite... No, exactly, no trunk. And so I thought, oh, that's quite sweet. Um, but then I realised there was a lot of things like that. Um, what, oh, oh, the other wow. ones. Oh, his potatoes had to be peeled always. No, absolutely no skins. Wow. Um, oh, I bet he yeah. was incredible at sex. <laughs> I mean, I, I, all I would say was uh, it was precise. Uh, I was saying. <laughs> couldn't see the wood for the tree. Yeah, tremendous precision, almost clinical, amazing. Uh, <laughs> um, served without stems. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So you, I got lost there in picky eaters and precise yeah. sex, but um, yeah. <laughs> but so effectively, you're asking me to choose the man. Yeah. who set the ball rolling on picks or the royal family say, i'm frightened yeah. could you near- could you could you fax us a picture of his tree <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if Without you would like it, i will do it i will do that so um would i prefer a picky eater or a pick we're in lockdown i right now you know i, I have to say normally when i get a sent to me it's horrendous and i block um quite exciting now uh, i'm not i'm not that's not, a, not, not, a, that's not an invitation please don't do it Both of our i'm just saying started, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so i think i would have to say uh nat that i'm going with you yes! on this thank mm. you very much a wise that's decision fine. i think i saw that coming <laughs> to hear more wise facts. decisions <laughs> <laughs> join us tomorrow or get in touch with us at twitter at update underscore fight or at facebook at facebook.com forward slash date fight absolutely and maddie where should people find you online oh you well maybe on twitter i'm doing the most right now um so that's at maddie with a y underscore because someone's taken the other one oh. and holt yeah i know so find me there. I'm squatting on okay, but don't send her any tree pics. Thanks. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> we'll tomorrow. be back tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>